Hello, welcome to Raw Stories, the fortnightly podcast where I share new writing, whether it's ready or not. My name is Caroline Hardman, and this week's story is a retelling of the folk tale, The Last Word. There was once, in a town not so unlike the one we are in now, a married couple who were always arguing. If the wife said one thing, the husband said the opposite, no matter what he actually thought. And the reverse was also true. If he was enjoying the sunshine, she'd say she preferred the winter. If she turned on the radio, he insisted on silence. And if he said they'd eaten eggs for breakfast, she'd swear there had been only toast. And so on. They argued about many things, some of them important and some of them not. The argument they had most often was one of the not-so-important ones. There was a particular hat which the wife had worn as a much younger woman when the couple was still courting, and the hat had been decorated by a wide silk ribbon. The hat and the ribbon were both long gone, for reasons which will soon become clear, but this didn't stop the couple arguing about them. That ribbon was green, said the wife during one of these arguments. It was blue, insisted her husband. Nonsense, said the wife. It was my hat, and I should know. It was as green as the grass in that field over there. Well, it might have been your hat, but you can't see a hat which is on your own head now, can you? The husband replied. I had to look at that stupid hat and its stupid ribbon all day, every day, and I can tell you the ribbon was blue as blue as the sky above us now. Later the same day they went for a walk by the canal. As they walked, they continued to argue about the hat and the ribbon. I've been telling you for twenty years now that ribbon was green, said the wife. And I've been telling you for just as long it was blue, said the husband. Prove it then, said the wife, with a sly look in her eye. I don't need to prove it, I know, said the husband. And besides, it's too late. You must remember the time I got so sick of this silly argument, I took out my knife and I cut that ribbon right off. This was why the wife no longer owned the hat. A hat with no ribbon, be it green or blue or indeed some other colour altogether, is no hat at all. You didn't get out your knife, said the wife. You cut it with scissors. I did no such thing, cried her husband. I cut it with my knife. The same knife I still carry now, he added, producing it from his pocket. No, you never, said his wife. It was my sewing scissors you used. The same sewing scissors I still use today. Knife, he said. Scissors, she said. Knife, he said, waving it about. Scissors, she said, and she was so cross that she grabbed at the knife, tore it out of his hands and threw it into the canal. I'm sick of hearing about that stupid knife, she said. Well, he replied, I'm sick of hearing you. And with that, he picked up his wife, who was quite short and didn't weigh much, and tossed her into the canal, where she landed with a splash. Scissors, she shouted from the water as it bubbled up around her. Knife, he called back and watched the water swallow her up. Scissors, she screamed when she bobbed back up again. Knife, he called, but his wife had already disappeared under the water. And then a single hand appeared above the surface, and tip of its fingers made a cutting action.
It was the last thing the wife ever did. She may have drowned, but she did at least have the last word. So that was The Last Word, which is a retelling of an English folktale. Something I did for a while last summer when I had some time and was trying to use it effectively and and get into a bit of a writing habit was to start each day by picking a folktale and writing a retelling of it as a bit of a warm-up exercise. It didn't really work and, and never became much of a routine but I did do a couple of them and this was one of them. This is one episode to be honest which I have been really struggling to put up and I had to really make myself record that story. Uh, I've been really busy with work which is good from a bank account point of view but it's keeping me very busy And I've just got lots of stories which are at the stage where they still need a bit of work and concentration to get them to a stage where they feel finished enough to use as episodes. And I just haven't quite had the time I wanted to put into those. And I don't know if this is a feeling which other people who write sometimes have It just all felt a bit overwhelming. At the moment, I seem to have lots of stories which are going to take some hard work to get them finished. And and I've almost got too many which are at that stage to choose from. But at the same time, the thought of starting something absolutely brand new is equally paralyzing. One of the things I think I've learnt over the last couple of years particularly is that my confidence in my writing comes and goes almost in cycles and there's no particular reason at the moment why I should be feeling particularly unconfident with it but I am And I'm going through one of those phases where I look at everything I write or I have written or I'm trying to write and just think, oh, it's a bit rubbish and it's too much work to fix. And it's not something that's worth working on. And yeah, just feeling a bit, um, just struggling a bit to get anything written. So that's one of the reasons that this week's episode is a week later than I planned and in fact what I've decided to do is just to bump the schedule by a week so that I don't have the pressure of trying to get something out next week and getting back on track. I'm just saying this as a bit of a blip and I'm now going to go back to fortnightly from this episode. I did realise I had a couple of these little folk tales uh, which I could potentially use as short holding episodes. But even then, I have had to really force myself to get 
this story out and give it a quick edit and record it partly because I know it's not great and partly because it kind of feels a bit like cheating because it's not my own story it's not even a riff on a story it's just a straight retelling but that's the good thing about having this podcast and it's one of the reasons I set it up in the first place was to force myself to write even on those days and at those times where I didn't feel like doing it and I think that's a really important lesson which all of us as writers have to learn and I suspect we have to learn it and keep learning it and relearning it and relearning it because it's so easy to say no I don't feel like doing that this week I'll do something else instead and it's not just not feeling like doing it it's it's a real feeling of I would rather be doing anything else anyway it's done and it's recorded and it's up so I do feel good about that if any of that resonates with anyone listening if you are a writer who has those miserable moments of doubt and difficulty then I would love to hear your stories as well please do let me know Uh, you can do that by getting in touch on email at rawstoriespodcast at gmail.com or on twitter at rawstoriespod that's it for me this week sorry it's been a slightly short and slightly depressing (laughs) episode this week hopefully just a blip as always thank you for listening and i will see you in a fortnight for another raw story.